What's up, everybody? Adam Kramer here with Game Day. Uh, excited to be with you guys. Going to be doing a little stock up, stock down here as we reach the halfway point of the NFL season. That's unbelievable, by the way. This year and football and everything else has just been uh, moving unbelievably quickly. It's disjointed, etc. Um, before I do that, a little bit about myself. I'm really excited to join Game Day. I've covered uh, football largely college football, uh, for over 10 years. I started with a blog. I've done uh, long-form features. I've, I've attended a bunch of national championship games. This sounds like a really bad humble brag, but uh, I love football, and I can um, dive into the NFL with game day, which is really exciting. Going to be doing uh, things like this, stock up, stock down. we doing a host, a, a help host a podcast, which is really fun, talking about the NFL, probably uh, alluding to my miserable New York Jets team and their pursuit for uh, the opposite of excellence. Um, quite frankly, the it's excellence in being bad is what they're pursuing. Uh, so uh, really, really excited. Again, uh, appreciate you guys walk, uh, joining and uh, commenting and sharing, etc. So with that, let's do a little stock up, stock down. Now stock up, this is a place that's near and dear to me, and that is Rookie NFL quarterbacks. Now, I have followed and covered all of these guys. Tua Tungavaloa did a big profile of him. Uh, Joe Burrow uh, obviously went to, I think, three or four of his games last year. And Justin Herbert at Oregon, who's always been um, kind of the missing, kind of a fascinating guy, right? Because in terms of the look and prototype, that's it. 6'5", 235. You just wondered what he would be. Well, right now, he looks awesome. So my stock up is them because all three of them, I think, are fascinating. Now, Burrow has been solid, right? Five 300-plus yard games already. Doesn't have a ton of talent. Has really seemed to... Um, in, hook up with T. Higgins a lot, another rookie from Clemson, and I think that's going to be a, just a diabolical combination here for the next 10 years. Uh, Herbert has been, and now they lost, okay, so that's the only thing. This muddied up my nice, clean NFL rookies, 3-0, and blah, blah, blah. The Chargers lost terribly against the Denver Broncos. Walk-off touchdown for Drew Locke. Um, oh, that was such a Chargers loss. It was so bad. Um, but Herbert has been really, really good. When you look at his numbers through three more touchdown passes, has had some of the craziest throws uh, this year that you've seen all season. Can throw it 50 yards in the air. Again, is a sort of creative player at quarterback. Uh, I think for him, uh, and that's he's got the most talent around him compared to the other two guys, even though they lost, even though the record is bad. Um, this looks like a guy that's going to be doing this for the next decade. Tua is certainly more interesting. Now, look, um, this is an achievement that he was just out there, right? A year ago when it looked like he may have like had a Bo Jackson-type injury to his hip when he went down at Alabama, the fact that he's uh, out there now, the fact that he was taken in the top uh, six overall was a big deal. Uh, did not need to be great against uh, the Rams by any means because Jared Goff just absolutely – well, Jared Goff, things, you know, four turnovers. So they let Tua just kind of casually throw for 94, 95 yards through a touchdown pass uh, after making his debut against my Jets the, the a few weeks prior. The decision was a little odd. The timing was a little odd to put him in, but I think it's the right call. So, no, Tua did not have the gaudy numbers that we've seen with Burrow or we've seen with Herbert. But those are coming. It's a Dolphins team that's got some talent, that's got a good defense, that's got some draft capital. Thank you, Houston Texans. My goodness. I think the Dolphins are in good shape. The quarterback, in, in general, you never know what a quarterback class is going to look like. You never – like, it's a crapshoot. I get asked this all the time about, like, quarterbacks that you like. And I, I – 
you know, you never quite know how it's going to translate. Justin Herbert's a great example of that. Justin Herbert was an underachiever in some ways at Oregon. Looked the part. Watch him throw a pass, and it's art. But just moments, a bad interception here, a bad interception there. It's why, frankly, when he was selected by the Chargers, I wasn't necessarily overwhelmed uh, by the pick. I wasn't necessarily didn't think that was going to be just a, like a lock for him to be great. He's been great, and he's been great right away, right? Burrow looks like he's going to be phenomenal. That was a guy that was great last year, found the right coaching staff, has found the right coaching staff at Cincinnati, and did this, by the way, yesterday. Burrow, that is, beat the Titans without top three offensive linemen and his starting running back. Or, or maybe not his top three offensive linemen. I think it was out three offensive linemen, including uh, some really good players. So Burrow was doing it without much. Herbert is doing it with some talent. Um, actually, San Diego's talent is pretty good. And Tua, we'll have to wait and see. But I really like what I've seen from this group, and I'm interested to see what you get moving forward. But, yeah, I'd buy stock in all three of these guys. I think they're going to be really good. Stock down. The weather. Mother Nature. Um, it was hilarious yesterday, right? So I, I logged in, getting ready to get my bets on, and what I saw first and foremost were totals, okay? And these were the, some of the totals impacted. Patriots, Bills, Titans, Bengals, Raiders, Brown, Rams, Dolphins, Saints, Bears, Steelers, Ravens. Totals all came down due to those excessive wind. And then even Philly and Dallas, uh, we saw Zerline have to kick the ball through like a tornado had one of the greatest field goal kicks I've ever seen in that win, uh, in that win, 59-yarder. Just just incredible, just incredible uh, day for field goal kicking. The warm-ups, um, watching the field goal kickers just shank kicks into these 30, 40, 50-mile-an-hour gusts, truly spectacular. That is the kind of football content that I like, and people may not like that. I think if you ask a lot of people, um, they want to play it in like a 72-degree dome, they want to play on turf. They want the conditions to be perfect. I, I've never been that way. Even though this is stock down, I think it's stock down for a lot of people. For me, I, I enjoy stock down. I enjoy Mother Nature just absolutely having a say on football games around the country. This was odd, though. You, you'll get wind. You'll get bad weather, maybe in an area or a city. This was like coast to coast. It felt like you had to worry about the wind when you're like looking at your fantasy lineups, when you're getting ready to set your bets. Uh, it was an odd thing to have to th- concern yourself with. Now, if you like bad weather like I do, if you are a fan of Mother Nature just leaning into a football game saying, my, it's my turn, it's uh, it's November now. Football weather is coming, okay? I, and that's one of my favorite things. Snow football, sleet football, absolute most miserable conditions. I'm in Chicago, okay? So I want to see a Bears game where there's six, seven inches of snow or it's eight degrees below zero, and there's absolutely no good reason to be outside, let alone you know playing a football game. I want to see that. I want to see more of that, and I'm excited that the wind kind of kicked things off in earnest here as we reach the second half of the season because I think we're going to get a lot more of that uh, snow football and everything else. Bring it, Mother Nature. We love it. Okay, last, a stock to watch. A sub-500 team hosting a playoff game. Now, specifically, a sub-500 NFC East team hosting a playoff game. More specifically, the Philadelphia Eagles, most likely, hosting a playoff game. Uh, people are going to be really mad about this. They're going to want a rule change. They may get a rule change. They are 3-4-1. and one. They beat Dallas on Sunday night in one of the worst football games you will ever see. And I kind of mean that as a compliment because, like bad weather, I, I sort of celebrate bad football. They played against a quarterback 
who um, was basically looked like a relief pitcher, submarine throwing uh, all over the place, uh, eventually turned the ball over after trying to turn the ball over 35, 40 times. Carson Wentz was throwing interceptions left and right like it was Halloween trick-or-treating and he was giving away candy. It was a, I mean, that was a mess. And that was a nationally telefied infomercial of what's to come because Philly now is in the driver's seat to host a playoff game. So when you look at who they could host, uh, maybe the NFC West and Arizona or the Rams, maybe Tampa, right? Seattle. I mean, they're going to host a much better team with them, and they could do it with without winning eight games. Their schedule is not easy. They still have a couple of conference games left, which they should dominate. This, by the way, assumes that the Eagles like look the part and play well and don't all of a sudden lose and Washington wins the division with an even worse record. That's certainly possible. I like this kind of chaos. Is that a smart rule to be having the NFC East winner, who's probably going to have maybe six, seven wins, maybe eight wins, uh, hosting a playoff game? I No, probably not. It's not how I would do things. But, uh, you know, again, applying to that chaos theory that I enjoy, this is unescapable. Um, Every Carson Wentz interception, all those bad moments, somebody is going to host a playoff game uh, in the NFC East against a much better team and going to have a chance to win and move to the second round. It's the way the rules are, the way things go. And as bad as that football game was, and I I really want to wrap my arms around it and hug it because it was so spectacularly bad, um, we're going to get more of it. And the Eagles now, I I want to see a five-win Eagles team host a playoff game. That would be incredible. The rules will probably change. We'll see if it actually happens. Guys, I enjoyed it. I'm happy to be with you. I'll be doing this every week. I'll be on the podcast. Really looking forward to doing more of this. Again, Adam Kramer with Game Day, and we will talk to you guys soon.